President Joe Biden is declaring the Grand Canyon a national monument which would ban uranium mining in the area. Does the United States really have the ability to ban uranium mining? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's find out. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. Critical earth minerals are a necessity for humans around the world. They are essential to our modern day lifestyles and critical in the creation of things such as iPhones, electric vehicles, and advanced precision weapons. The Biden administration is seeking to protect nearly 1 million acres surrounding the Grand Canyon where there are uranium deposits, but mining companies are pushing back as the United States becomes increasingly dependent on other nations for many minerals. These are investments in our planet our people, and America itself. Protecting our outdoor treasures, making our nation more resilient. But some MAGA extremists in Congress are trying to undo it all. For more, let's bring in Luisa Moreno, the president of the Defense Metals Corp. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So why is President Biden moving to ban uranium mining in the Grand Canyon area? Well, I think um, there is um, an intention to, uh, by the Biden administration to perhaps uh, protect some areas um, uh, from, from mining or any other industrial activity. And, uh, and so uh, that might, might, be, might be the reason. Um, but um, if we uh, are concerned about the environment at the same time and we want to see more green energy, um, you know, there has to be some careful calculations around uh, what minerals and, and, and where uh, they will be banned for, for extraction. So this is really, it seems like a catch-22 where the idea and the push for the green agenda is to try to use some of these rare earth minerals and other things we heard the president, you know, call those outside treasures. So why is it okay to mine for some of these rare earth minerals in other countries, but in not necessarily uh, some other ones, maybe the United States? Could you explain that a little bit? I think that is in part what led to uh, the situation uh, that we are in today, where China uh, controls the, the the mine production or processing and or processing of more than you know half of all the, the materials that the U.S. and, and the U.K. and Europe have considered or, or consider as being strategic, um, because really the, the West uh, would prefer. If uh, if the, if mining happens in in other in other countries, and and now uh, because uh, of uh, geopolitical tensions, we are starting to realize that uh, China and, and other nations uh, in South America and in other places uh, control the the production of strategic critical materials for the green agenda. And for for the for military uh, applications as well, like is the case of rare earth, um, and um, they're looking at developing uh, supply chains uh, to secure those minerals. But at the same time, uh, they are restricting restricting uh, in some places uh, the production of strategic materials. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see. Um, 
how we will be able to to reach the goals uh, that we have uh, in the West um, as far as the green agenda. Now, for some people who may not truly understand, rare earth elements are needed to make everything from the technology we use, like smart refrigerators, advanced batteries, night visual goggles for the military, even MRI machines in the medical field. So, you know, how reliant is the West on Chinese rare earth exports? Right now, extremely, uh, you know, dependent uh, on on China, so as I mentioned, China is the the largest um, miner uh, as well as processor of of rare earth, accounting for more than eighty five percent of the production of the refining of rare earth. And so when we start looking at metal production or even uh, the production of magnets and electric motors that ultimately go uh, to into electric vehicles, China really controls that supply chain. So we are highly dependent on China for, for rare earth right now, for electric vehicles, for um, wind turbines, as well for the, the military applications that, to, to, that you mentioned. Now, what's the effect for maybe a country like America or other countries who choose to outsource so many minerals? Well, some countries don't really have an option, um, you know, so they really have to import uh, many of the strategic materials. For the U.S., uh, with the vast land mass and being next to, to Canada, where Defense Metals is developing to achieve the rare earth deposit, there are uh, more options. And, um, and the government will have to really uh, show support for the mining companies, especially the junior mining companies, to continue to look for uh, rare earth and other strategic materials and to develop them as well um, and to bring them into production. So uh, there is um, definitely a possibility uh, for us to have rare earth production in near term. Like I said, for instance, uh, uh, from from Ochida deposit that we are developing, but it will be important to continue to see the support uh, from our government in Canada, um, as well as the government in US to develop the supply chains. And everything starts with mining. Now, China has a massive control over rare earth minerals, as you mentioned. You know, meanwhile, we've also seen President Biden wanting to have his, you know, made in America promise. Do you think that he is, you know, moving forward in a good way with this? Yes, I think that is um, a very strong intention uh, to, to support uh, the development of a local supply chain. However, uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, not the U.S. does not have um, significant amounts of all uh, significant economic amounts of all the, the critical materials. So it will have to import some of them. And uh, the processing refining technologies um, are not all in, in, in U.S. either. So it's important to collaborate uh, with, other, with other countries where some of these minerals are perhaps um, produced uh, more economically. And interestingly enough, uh, Biden has suggested that uh, his government is open uh, to investing 
uh, outside um, the U.S. investing in mining in other countries as well. So it's 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 very interesting. It's it, there's different policies, and some of them might seem to be contradicting. Um, but I I I I hope that there is um, a logic to to all of that. Now, as you mentioned, this poses a range of technical, political, and environmental issues. It's complicated, but you know it does continue to be a little problematic for how will the world you know evolve with such a reliance on some of these elements and exactly where to find them. What are some trends that you're seeing happening now? Right. So. It is, um, we have lithium, for instance, in South America, in Australia, the rare earth, uh, obviously, uh, are, as I mentioned, controlled by China, but China as well, as I said, they also uh, are the largest producer of graphite, another important mineral uh, for, for electric vehicles. Um, so the trends right now is that a lot of these critical materials are coming from uh, developing countries uh, or from uh, geopolitically sensitive areas like, like China. And and it seems that uh, there is uh, interest from Western governments in Europe, in Canada, as well as the the U.S. to support mining companies um, and to support the development of supply chains for the production mm. of these technologies. So everything seems to be moving. Um, in terms of policies, now we just really need to see it in action. Um, you know, uh, they have to deliver and, and we'll see how long that will take. Thanks so much for your time and the conversation. More Ticker News right after this. 